Hi, welcome to the Interactive Parsha Experience Podcast. This is Parshat Balak. I'm Rachel Friedrichs, an alumna of the Pardes State School Educators Program and currently the Assistant Director of the Pardes Center for Jewish Educators. Reading through Parshat Balak, I was struck by how the quote-unquote bad guys, Balak and Bilam, are maybe not quite as evil as they're often portrayed. While it is clear that Balak is hell-bent on the notion of getting Bnei Israel cursed, it is also true that Balak is terrified about the well-being of his own people, whom he's responsible for protecting. Of course, trying to get our ancestors cursed reasonably might engender our ill will, but it's important to note that the Parsha makes a point of telling us explicitly that the Moabite people hear about the wondrous military victories of Bnei Israel against Ammon, and so they're legitimately terrified, and arguably Balak is simply being a resourceful leader, trying to take a new approach toward protecting his people. It would seem that in Balak's mind, this curse would give him just enough of a competitive advantage so that he could attack and chase Bnei Israel away, as the Pasuk reads, not to kill, destroy, eradicate them. He just arguably wants to put some distance between this very powerful nation and his own. Now, of course, Bnei Israel are the protagonists of our story, and so we bristle at the notion of them being cursed and attacked. But from Balak's perspective, surely it is not hard to argue that he thinks that he is simply acting in his people's best interest. And, of course, we could also criticize Bilam for ultimately going along with Balak's plan, albeit reluctantly, and seemingly willingly attempting to curse Bnei Israel. But at no point does he even momentarily veer from his standard refrain that he can only utter the words that God puts into his mouth. Why should he be criticized for that? He does not buckle to the pressure of a king's command, and he never claims that he'll curse the people. Rather, he remains obedient to God throughout. Certainly not your classic villain. I felt, therefore, that this story lent itself to taking multiple perspectives. It is always a good idea to step back and examine whether our preconceived notions or initial reading are the best or the only way to go. For all readers of the Torah, it is important to identify our biases and better understand where we are coming from. There are lots of instances like like this in the Torah, Asav being another very rich example. Sure, we want Bnei Israel to make it through the desert unscathed. We, we understand their journey to be sanctioned by God and a noble testament to their miraculous exodus from Egypt. But as educators who believe that the Torah is rife with multiple perspectives, just itching to be unmasked and explored, is valuable to reconsider where all the characters in this story are coming from. There is a reason why there are multiple midrashim on every pasuk. Our mikrok dolot place opposing interpretations of a pasuk side by side on the same printed page, and why we value facing our chavruta, the instantiation of another perspective sitting across from us as we learn Torah so that we can try on multiple interpretations. And so, I have set participants up for a mini-bibliodrama, where they have to consider a few different possibilities of what both Bilam and Balak might have been thinking and feeling throughout this episode. Perhaps, in fact, these were cruel, careless, hungry-for-glory-and-riches leaders. Or maybe, just maybe, they were simply trying to use their powers to protect their people. 
Facilitators and participants should feel free to be playful and experimental with the prompts. Perhaps you can think of other motivations for the character's behavior or have additional questions to consider when you step inside either Balak or Bilam's shoes. I hope that it's not a hard leap to make to claim that fostering empathy for biblical characters, even those who seek our downfall, might be a useful tool in fostering empathy for the people around us. For more great content, go to elmad.pardes.org. See you next time.